Welcome to A Better Covenant Podcast, an arm of the teaching ministry of Dr. Felix Idolo. We pray that this message will bless you and lift you up as Dr. Felix Idolo brings you deeper insights into God's covenant with us. And now, here is Dr. Felix Idolo. This episode is a continuation from the last podcast. And that's why wisdom is your number one need. You don't just try to go handle the power, raw power of God without his wisdom. It will fry you up. That's what happened to the sons of Aaron at the institution of the priesthood when Aaron's sons just got wildfire and tried to run into the very presence of God without following due instructions. That power knocked them dead immediately. And so for you to try to operate in the power of God without the wisdom of God, it's outright fully. It's not going to work. And that's why Paul prays that God will give unto us the spirit of wisdom, revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, so that we will know the hope of our calling and the riches of the glory of our inheritance and the exceeding, think about it, the exceeding greatness. What is the most powerful thing we know in the earth realm today? We have things like power. Uh, electrical power uh, it could come from different sources and think about how powerful and how potentially dangerous that can that can be and yet that's an idea of God's power in the natural realm so you can't handle the power of God you can't you can't operate in God's power without his wisdom it's too powerful for you and therefore for you to operate supernat- in supernatural power you're going to have to tap the wisdom of God before anything else. And that's why wisdom is man's most important need. Because you can't have his power without his his wisdom operating in your life. You've got to learn to operate in the wisdom of God. And that's what this series is about, to teach you, to introduce you to God's wisdom, to help you to begin to learn to live with the wisdom of God on a day-by-day basis so that God's power can flow in your life. And so Paul prays, that we might have the exceeding greatness, that we might know the exceeding greatness of his power towards us, according to the walking of his mighty power, which he walked in Jesus when he raised him from the dead. When he raised him from the dead and sat him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world. Think about it. It says that that's the power that raised Jesus from the dead. That's the power that raised the dead body of Jesus out from the grave. And if that power could raise the dead body of Jesus out from the grave, it certainly can heal you of any sickness, of any disease. And that's what Paul prays that we'll come to appreciate. The provision is already been made. He's only praying that we will see what is already there. He's only praying that we will appreciate what is already there. You see, a father can work so hard to make provision for the home. And then the mother takes the money that has been made available and goes out there, stocks the refrigerator, stocks up the kitchen, makes good food for the house. And yet the kids in that family, the children in that family could could go around hungry, starving, if they would not go and take advantage of the provision that has been made. And that's a picture of what many believers are uh, like. The provision has been made by a gracious, loving Heavenly Father, but they're not taking advantage of it because their eyes are blinded to what God has already made. Many are praying for God to heal them. Many are praying for God to deliver them. Many are praying for God to save them. When the provision has already been made, all they have to do is reach out and take hold of that which God has already provided. And that's why Paul is praying this prayer that he's praying, that God will give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus. And that's why Job himself says, 
that wisdom is priceless. Why? Because with wisdom, you accomplish things that money could never accomplish. The value of money is always fluctuating. One moment is up, the next moment is down. Economies rise, economies collapse. I mean, we're looking at some of the current uh, crises that the world is in with this COVID-19, this virus that uh, is causing illnesses all over the world as we are today. Look at how suddenly powerful economies of the world have just suddenly come crashing down. In just a moment, just within, just before our very eyes, just a matter of days. So money is not something that is stable. Some One moment is up, one moment is down. One moment the value of it is up, the next moment the value of it is down. But the wisdom of God has a value that will never, never, never fluctuate. It's eternal. And that's why Job says this is man's greatest need. This is what every human being on earth needs more than more than anything else. And yet they don't appreciate it. And so Paul prays that we will have the eyes of our understanding and enlightened so that we will know the hope of our calling, the riches of the glory of our inheritance, and the exceeding greatness of the power of God that works on our behalf. Now think about it. It says that this same power raised Jesus Christ up from the dead and sat him at his right hand in the heavenly places far above principalities and powers and might and dominion. What are these principalities, powers and rulers and, and might and dominion? Those are talking about the cadres of evil spirits under the regime of Satan. These are the different cadres of evil spirits that walk under the command and control of the devil. And, and this scripture tells us that Jesus Christ is above them all and they are all under his lordship and they all submit to him. They are all under... Uh, they are all under him. They are all submissive to his rule and dominion. And if they are all submissive to Jesus' rule and dominion, then of course they cannot rule his body. For the Bible says we are the body of Christ. And it takes wisdom to appreciate that. It takes wisdom to know that. To know that Christ sits as Lord over principalities and powers. And then this same Christ who is Lord over principalities and powers is Lord over me. I'm his body. We are his body. We are the body of Christ. And consequently, if the body, if the head is seated above it, above them, the body is also seated above them. And if they cannot rule, if they cannot rule the head, they certainly cannot rule the body. And so when we tap into this wisdom and we begin to operate in this wisdom, the dominion of the devil over us as believers comes to an end. It's not a matter of praying that God will deliver us. It's a matter of taking the deliverance, appropriating the deliverance that is already ours. Can you begin to see how important wisdom is to your life. You see, this is how important the wisdom of, of God is to your life because it's by wisdom you begin to tap into your inheritance. That's why it says, I will might know the riches of the glory of our inheritance. Think about it. We have an inheritance in Christ Jesus. And if we don't know what is in that inheritance, we are like a person whose father controls a vast estate and has died and left that vast estate for his child or for his kids. But the, the wheel is locked up somewhere where the children cannot see what the father has left for them. And because they don't know what the father left behind for them, they are living their lives poor, oppressed, depressed, harassed, embarrassed, intimidated, ruled by poverty because 
They don't know what the father who died left behind for them in his will. And that's how we are as believers when we don't know the riches of the glory of our inheritance. And hence Paul begins to pray that God will give to us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, that we might know the hope of our calling and the riches of the glory of our inheritance and the exceeding greatness of the power of God that works for us according to the walking of the power of God at which he walked in Jesus when he raised him from the dead and sat him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above principalities and powers and, and might and dominion and the rulers of the darkness of this world and, and sat him as head over all things. Now notice the, very, the last part of this prayer. It says, And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things. He put all things under his feet and gave Jesus to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Look at that prayer. He says, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. And says, Christ is seated as head over all things to the church. And I, I like a translation. I really love that translation that says, Jesus Christ has been given as head and Lord over all things for the benefit of the church. We are beneficiaries of his lordship over all things. All things. Think about, just mention it. Just come up with that name. Sickness, disease, cancer, tuberculosis, poverty, fear, worry, anxiety, economic difficulties, economic collapse. These are all names. These are all things. And Jesus Christ is Lord over them all for the benefit of the church. We draw from the Lordship of Jesus over all these things. Jesus is Lord over cancer and we benefit from that Lordship of Jesus over cancer, which means cancer should not lord it over us, should not rule us, should not dominate us because Jesus, my Lord, is Lord over it and I'm a beneficiary of his rule over cancer. Jesus is Lord over poverty, which means poverty cannot dominate me anymore because Jesus Christ sits as Lord over all things for the benefit of the church. And so it takes wisdom, takes the wisdom of God to appreciate these realities and live in these realities. Without God's wisdom, you will be in ignorance of these great truths and you will be robbed of the benefits of these great truths. Hence, wisdom, the Bible says, is the principal thing, is the number one need of every human being on the surface of the earth. And so let's go to Job chapter 22, verse 21. And there's another interesting statement there that I want us to have a look at. And uh, we'll get something out of it. Job 22, verse 21. Now acquaint yourself with him. I'm reading from the New King James Version. Uh, the old King James Version will say, Acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace. Acquaint now, not tomorrow, right now. Acquaint now yourself with him and be at peace. And have you ever thought about it? That all our problems in the human family, all our problems on earth today, whatever that problem is, whether it's spiritual, whether it's mental, whether it's physical, whether it's in the economic realm, whether it's political, whether it's governmental, whether it's relationship with you, between a man and his fellow man or between nations, every single problem that human beings face to the surface of this earth, right up to what right now the crisis the world is in today called the COVID-19 viral epidemic or pandemic that is ravaging the world today 
which I declare Passover over in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I declare Passover over it. The troubles that all mankind face are all theological. All our problems are theological. That's an interesting statement. This is the end of part two of this podcast series. Watch out for the concluding part in the next episode. All scripture references and quotations are taken from the New King James Version. Unless otherwise stated. We trust that this message has been a blessing to you. Be sure to join us again for another refreshing episode. For additional information, please visit www.abettercovenant.org or email us at abc.abettercovenant.org. At